been lounging, lounging with Skipper. <laughs> You've been lounging, lounging with Skipper. Yo, yo, yo. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Lounging with Skip. Um, today is a very important podcast, a very, I mean, a very important episode that I knew, that I felt that it was very much needed for um, the podcast as a whole and just where I am in my life and in my journey. Um, this, this, this man right here is a for real OG legend in the barber world. Um, and by just chance of, you know, just, you know, God and how he moves, I was able to meet him, not even knowing that this man is the reason why I even wanted to start cutting hair. And so I said to myself, you know what? I have to interview this man. So right now I'm sitting with the OG barber legend Fami Hakeem. What's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening? What's, What's going up? on with you, man? Oh, same old, same old. Same old, same old. Now, um, before we even get into where you are today and what you've been doing, give me a brief, you know, uh, history on your past. Um, coming up in the barber world, what sparked your interest to becoming a barber? Well, <clears throat> I'm originally from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I went uh, into the military when I was 17. And I ended up in Vietnam. Mm. And when I got out of Vietnam, I hung around the streets for quite a few years until I was about 27. Then one day, something, a light went off in my head. I said, oh man, I can go to uh, college on GI Bill. Mm. So, I enrolled in a college, a barber college in Memphis, Donahue Barber College. Barber College. Is yeah. that college still around today? No, it's no. Been, been out of business. How long ago was this, like in the? It was 73. 73, wow, I wasn't even born yet. So, <laughs> I went there and then I got out and I did a few odds and end jobs around Memphis, mm. but I wasn't satisfied. I had a sister living in LA and that was my way out, so. Well, how long were you cutting hair in uh, Memphis before you decided to head out? Uh, I think it was probably three, three or four years. Three or four years? Yeah, three what, or four years. What, what made you want to, you know, say, okay, you know what, enough of this, it's time to move. What, what made that, that part of you? Well, it was just, Memphis was, same old stuff, street mm. stuff and all that. Mm. So I decided to change my life. That's mm. what I was doing. Mm. You know. So mm. I was like twenty seven years old when I came to LA. Mm. And uh You drove out here? No, I flew. Okay. See what happened was I got out of the military in sixty six mm. in Oakland, California. I was discharged. And it was weather was so good, people were walking around with shorts on in mm -hmm. the uh, winter time. And I said, "Man, I'm coming back because Memphis <laughs> is extremely hot yeah. and humid." And then it went from hot to cold. So six mm -hmm. months out of the year was extreme weather. So yeah. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason I left. You know. Mm. So. So I came out, and then I went to beauty school in Hollywood, Newberry School of Beauty. I ended up there. That was in '76. So when you so you came out here in '73, 
Um, no, no. I, I, I went to barber school in 73. I went to barber school and then I messed around three or four years in Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, working here and there, hanging out. And then I came out here in 76 mm-hmm. and went to uh, Beauty school. beauty school. Now, what made beauty you want? What made you want to go to beauty school? Because people were doing curls at that time, Jerry curl as they call them, mm. and I didn't know how to roll hair. So I said, right, "Let me go to school, learn how to roll hair." Mm. But I didn't know all this was preparing me to get in the union. Wow! Because if I hadn't went to beauty school, I wouldn't be able. You yeah. know, you got to need some beauty school yeah. to get in the union. Yeah, yeah. Hairstyle. Yes. So around that time, this is 60, I mean, 76, 77. So this is like yeah. the Jacksons was popping off. Everybody had the yeah. big, the big afro, the curl, the perms, yeah. and this, that, and the third. So you were able to do that as well as, you know, tr- uh, shaping up the big afros. and Yeah, yeah, I did all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so when you went to beauty school, how, how long did that take for you to, you know, to get that license or whatnot? Yeah. Oh, 16 months, but 16 months. Well, it really took long neck because I didn't go all the time. You know, I missed days here and there. You were paying as you go? Yes. Okay. And uh, and then during that period, the hair, the, the, the afro went to the curl mm. during that period. Yeah. And then I started doing a lot of curls. Mm. And then it switched again and went short. And that's when I came up with this. Okay, now, hold on. <laughs> now, okay, so boom. In in the eighties it was about the curls and this then the third. The Afro, then the curls. Then the curls. Okay, transitioning from the seventies into the eighties yeah. and folks were still wearing the curls and things like that yeah. in the eighties or whatnot, you know, Michael Jackson and Prince and all that. Yeah. But when when like around what year was it when people started cutting the the, the the curls off and started rocking because I remember the guy from Cameo when he had that high top box that was a new thing yeah yeah he yeah. It went high top yeah box. yeah now was that around this was maybe the mid eighties is that when the transition eighty two eighty four somewhere in there man it started no, cut, getting cut off mm-hmm. it was the beginning of uh, the eighties now okay so because I'm basically putting everything together with correlate you know, with my life and where it started to become a parallel and seeing what I was seeing on TV. So, um, how did, okay, so how did you end up meeting the group, the boys? Okay. Now, before you even go into this, I'm going to explain this. So, the the reason that, okay, so for everybody in their late 30s, early 40s, if you're a barber, this man is most likely probably the reason that you started cutting hair because you were seeing the designs in the kids' hair and it was something different for us to look at as little, as young black kids watching TV. Um, it was the, the group, the boys, and they had the song Lucky Charm and Down My Heart. And these little kids came on the scene in their music video with all these designs in their hair, stars and... and, and um, uh, zigzags and lightning bolts and for me being in seventh grade that sparked my interest as well as everybody else you know well you know not everybody else but those that just found that interesting so I say that to say by me seeing that it was a guy that was in class sitting in front of me who had a design in his head with, you know the stars or whatnot and I tripped off of how he had the stars there and so one day I asked him I said man who cut your hair and he said, I cut my hair, you know. And I was like, 
really? And I said, how? He said, I just get a mirror and get the clippers and start cutting. So I decided to say, you know what? Because I had a lady, my mom's hairdresser was cutting my hair as well. And we wanted those zigzags and those parts and she wasn't able to do them. So I took it upon myself to take my allowance money and go get my first pair of clippers for 20 bucks and start putting the parts in my hair. So that's what sparked my interest from the beginning to want to start to cut hair to where I am today. And it was because of what this man is about to tell you all on how that began. So how did you end up meeting the boys? Okay, <clears throat> first of all, I want to tell you where the designs originated. Mm. I knew this lady, she's dead now, she died from cancer, but she had a book, a book from Africa. It was a tribe called the Ku tribe from Northern Africa, blade fighters. They wore stripes in their hair, different colors, lines, and and they wore blades around their wrists. They so they, they, they were drawn in there? No, no, it was hair, but the, the hair was painted. Mm, okay. And I was like, sitting there looking, I said, man, I can do lines. That's why I started to laugh. So, the next step, I was working in a shop like between Inglewood and LA. And one day, the, the boy's father came in. Mm. He just walked in. He said, anybody here can cut hair? That's how I met them. Okay. And I said, I cut it. He said, I got four boys. They was just dancing on Venice Beach at okay. the time. Mm. You know, they was out there making a little money, change, mm. dancing and stuff. Mm. So, uh, I started cutting their hair and then eventually, uh, and I really talked them into singing. Oh, they were yeah. just dancing. Okay. Okay. I got. I was being like a creative consultant mm. without even recognizing. <laughs> what made you? What made you say y'all should sing? Because they was already dancing, mm. and you know the game. You know, a good producer. Yeah. You know, can make anybody mm. sing. Plus, plus one of the boys, I think he was on the. He was an actor. He was on. Yes. Different strokes. I remember seeing yeah. him on the. Yeah. Mm. So it was Harkeem, Taj, Bilal, and Kyrie. Mm. And so, and then eventually they got, they went to Motown, Barry Gordon, they got a deal. Okay. And I tried to, I had the father and the mother trying to talk him into putting lines in their hair. Barry Gordon was like, man, that's crazy. Lines <laughs> in your head. How did that look? So everybody fought it. He fought it for like a month or two. Mm. Looked longer than, like it was longer than that. And then one day he said, do it. And that's the end, beginning. And that was when you, so that was when you were like, all right, we're here, you know, I'm about to do this. And you started. Yes. Do you remember, you, so you started doing the zigzag. Zigzag line. Sometimes I go all the way around. Just a uh -huh. regular line, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. But today they have taken it even further. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like artwork now. Yeah. I didn't do artwork. I just did line. Yeah. But it was my concept. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you did the. So their haircut on the front cover of that album, I, you can tell that they needed a haircut. Yeah. But it was you could still kind of see where the parts were. Like yeah, going yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so... Uh, the music videos, those are... Yeah, and their father, he started kind of hating a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, father, you know. Right. So a lot of times I was supposed to do their hair, mm -hmm. he wouldn't really let me do it. So mm. he did pictures without their hair being done. Oh yeah, so why? Well, Cause so the cut. I mean, the cut was looking they, fresh. Yeah, but 
So so once so that's so that's how that came about with the boys basically and um Yeah. And then Deb Allen got a win of it. Deb Allen called me out of nowhere. Oh matter of fact, we was she was doing a commercial and then the the boys came in, they was getting ready to do a a, a, a video shoot. I mean a, a photo shoot. Mm. And her, uh, she and I had a word or two, mm -hmm. you know, because I was we were using the same space. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, you know, I kind of got an attitude." Yeah, I kind of went off on her. Okay. And then I was like, "Man, I shouldn't have did that, man. That was Debbie Allen." Did you know that was her at first? Yeah, I knew it. Mm -hmm. Norm was standing right there. Me and Norm still friends. Okay. Me and Debbie still friends. Right. So I said, "Man, why did I do?" It? And she called me. Cause she like feisty. She like people that stand up for themselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, she called me to work on Different World. Mm. So that's so, when. So and that, was that when the different, a Different World first started? No, it was like over years somewhere in there. But that, I went to Different World and I started cutting Daryl Bell, Kadeem, uh, Glenn Terman, mm -hmm. Sinbad. Okay. Now also. This right here correlates with the boys. When I would see on a different world the designs that Sinbad was having in his head, and then also on uh, Showtime at the Apollo, every week he'd have a different design in his head, and I'd be like, "Man, who is cutting his hair with these designs?" And that and that came from that came from all that came from a uh, different too. world. Mm. And then eventually she brought in uh, the boys to to be on Different World. Mm. And she was going to do a, uh, they was going to do a TV episode, Dip, uh, The Boys. Wow. But it never came through, but. And, oh, man. That would have been. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and then Bobby Brown, they all started picking up on it. He was on USA Today, he was in the magazine. They were talking about this. Uh, Gumby. Gumby, but to me, I call it the pyramid. Mm. And one of the boys was wearing that. Right, the oldest one. Yeah. Yeah. But but he took the credit because he was biggest, you know. Yeah, yeah. And all that from the new edition. So at this point, were you in the union or were you about? No, to I was the union? A, going in. It was non-union. Okay. So I became an associate. Okay. So you become an associate, trainee, and then a journeyman. Mm -hmm. So it's a long road to get to, to become a journeyman. You got to have so many days and hours and all that. Yeah. So. Does that still follow through today? Yeah, I've been a German for 22 years. Mm. I've been in the Union 30 years. Okay. You know, so. So, when you, so what was the first gig that you, like what, what shows were you doing up until the point where you ended up getting into the Union? What was the first show that you did that you got into the Union? Oh, a different world. I became an associate. Okay, Yeah, that's yeah, what that's got a, you as an associate. Yeah. In the Union? Yeah, in the union. Oh, okay. Yeah. And good thing you had that beauty license. Yeah, if I had a beauty license, I don't know what I would have done. I wouldn't. Um, so all of it worked out. I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. So I found it out later on mm -hmm. that you need beauty license to do So that. you've done all kinds of things. I mean, what, photo shoots? Were you doing photo shoots back yeah, then, photo too? Shoots, photo shoots. Right you worked right. on next Friday? Friday after next. I did Ice Cube for that. And Witherspoon? You yeah, know, I cut him a few times. Rest in peace, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, what other movies you done, man? What, I mean, I know you've oh, been I working. Did, I mean, you do I a did lot. Jarhead. I did so many, man. So I, 
my resume. Oh, oh, kind of got my resume. I got mm -hmm. all that stuff on there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's so many, man, that I can't even, like... So would you say it's a, a good 60, 70 things on yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So, looking back on it now, I, what is the difference in the way things are now versus then, as far as in the TV and film industry, in your opinion? It's better. It's better now? Yeah. The money is better? Or was oh, it better yeah. then? No, it's better now. Yeah? It's better now. I want Holly to go below 50 now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Would you ever go back in the barbershop? No, man. Uh -uh. Now, not, not, not too much. Too much work for for those that are you know that are want to get into this business or that who are in the business. Um, how would you say they? What What do you think that they should do to juggle if they are in the shop and working on set? Is it possible to work yeah, both? Man, I'm gonna tell you. People ask me this all the time. It's a stroke of luck, uh, some kind of spirituality thing involved mm -hmm. in that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me to say one thing, because mm -hmm. the way I got there, it was like it just happened. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't even looking for it. It found me. Right. Just like when people go buy books, yeah. books usually find you. You be looking the book, you look and read like oatmeal cream pie. Yeah. And, and you say, oh, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. You know. That's how it, that's how that's how people usually look at something, but for you it just kinda of jumped out at you. Yeah, it, it came to me. Yeah, it came to you. It came to me, so I can't tell the person exactly how to get there. People ask me, oh, how do you do that? Well not really get there, but let's say they're already there and then just starting out, such as myself. Um, how would I juggle what I you know, working in the barbershop and on set? Is that you're already there. Well you're already there. Mm -hmm. You yeah. already there. Look where you at. You sit there talking to me. I ain't saying I'm looking. I ain't saying I'm that. But yeah. you already there. Yeah. Nah, you know Blair and stuff. Just go back and say Blair, find me. What? You said find yeah. me. Yeah. Me, I, I love Bobby. Yeah. That's what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be an extra boost for you. We still cool. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. everybody I've worked with, we still mm. cool. That's what's up. Yeah. What 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 can you give to you know advice to people that want to get into this business or those that want to get into being a barber, let alone getting into you know the industry? What 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 advice would you want to give an upcoming? Well, once you get your become an opportunist, once the door open, go through it mm. and stay humble, man. Stay humble. So don't get Hollywood. Don't don't get big headed. Already know, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep. It's I deep. Can see it coming. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. just see stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uncle, man. Yeah, for sure. Stay, no, just stay with your vibe down like this. Yeah, and just be just, yourself. I know that's you who you are. Yeah, but stay that way, man. Don't. Yeah, the yeah. glamour and glitz. Yeah, don't you know? Don't just, don't don't fall for that. No, don't fall for it, man. Man, hey, for me, I appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying coming through, you know what I'm saying, yeah. lounging with me, you know what I'm saying. Um, is there any, any way people can contact you, they want to reach out to you, like an email or something like that, you know, something like that, nah, not, not really? No, not right not now. Really, not right now? Because it might overflow. Okay, <laughs> all right, that, right. You know, right. I won't be able to, uh, Yeah. you know, just the people that I, like you and people that well, just came. Just you all Google, Google them, Fami, Hakeem, I would, I would definitely have his name, you know, 
on the um on this episode so you will see it so just google google them you know nowadays you have the internet so anybody can google anybody yeah. and kind of come up with yeah. something hey i appreciate you man and thank you thank all you right, for uh, sitting down with me lounging right, with me right. um and until next time you all can reach me um on the podcast at lounging with skip podcast and uh, until next time peace